Welcome to Culture Welcome Hang. to Culture Hang. Um, sorry about the awkward hellos. I've still not mastered the opening of this podcast. And we're like... Twi- we don't have an introduction, do we? We just... No. We just We're like start. 24 episodes in. I still haven't figured out a good way to say hello. And I just feel so awkward every time I say it. <laughs> and yeah, we don't have an intro or anything. So yeah, welcome to Culture Hang, where we talk about culture and we hang and we get very opinionated. We do. Yeah. That is what you are hopefully here for. Almost too opinionated, if you ask me. I would say <laughs> worryingly opinionated. <laughs> yeah. Almost to the point that it's an obsession. Unhealthy, you could say. Um, but we're airing it and we branded it, so I feel like it's fine. Holly, you were in my dream last night. It was very vivid. <gasps> I think you'll I love like being it. Dreams. So basically, we had a massive trip to New York that we were going on. I hope that comes true. Yeah, it was really cool. But then tragedy struck because on the way to New York, we we're in the car with this family. I think we were like hitchhiking. But then we were really good friends with them. I don't really know. Anyway, they were driving us to the airport, which took forever to get there. And on the drive there, you got a phone call from Rochelle from the Saturdays. (laughs) (laughs) And you put her on speakerphone because you were like, for some reason, Rochelle was our mutual friend. Yeah. She's on speakerphone and she goes, okay, I've got to tell you something. There's someone who's really close to you who's been talking really badly about you and... (gasps) Like, there's footage of it on YouTube. And then I, oh like, joking God. around, because it's in speakerphone, go, is it me? And she go, and then she hangs up. So we were oh. like, oh my God, it's me. But I was, like, saying to you, like, in this stream, I'm going, but I haven't said anything bad about you. But for some reason, I had said something, like, slightly controversial about you, like, the day before to someone we were in this car with. But it wasn't <laughs> even bad. And I kept saying to you, like, I would say it to your face. Like, it wasn't <laughs> bad. And then she sent the videos over. And they were all, like, compilations of bad things that Shane Dawson had said. But we had to watch hours of these clips because we were convinced <laughs> at some point I would pop up saying bad stuff about you. And you wanted to see it because you wanted to see, like, if I betrayed you. And I wanted to see it because I genuinely couldn't remember what I'd said. And then we got to the airport and we got on the plane to go to New York and it was the best experience ever. Like, it was the nicest plane. And we just forgot about the fact that I'd potentially betrayed you. And we were (laughs) on this plane and they were, like, serving us champagne and we were, like, in the first, like, oh, it's not first class, is it? Is that what you call First First class. class. We were in the first class, but, oh, it was just beautiful. Yeah, we were having a really good time. And we forgot about the potential betrayal, which I think is what friendship's about. (laughs) I think it is that it's like yeah. one you couldn't remember what you'd said, so mm. it probably didn't happen. I don't. All you happened. could think was Shane Dawson's <laughs> controversy. <laughs> I think Rochelle from the Saturdays was just stirring stuff up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's rude. It's rude, Rochelle. I can't believe she did that to me in my dream. It's so rude. Yeah, no. And I had a romance with someone, but I can't remember them. Don't they weren't oh, important no. enough. It was on the airplane. Oh wow. And they She's were a smooth mover. <laughs> they were an engineer, and you like the reason this happened is you'd gone off with like the CEO of the airplane, and you were just like talking. CEO bi- of the you were talking business, and so I was left to just chat to this engineer next to me, and then yeah, I guess we fell in love. But then it, 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 it the dream ended. What was the job of the CEO of the airplane? <laughs> Basically, we were on this, like, a really... I think we'd in, been invited as, like, influencers to try this new type of aeroplane that was basically, like, a hotel that went in the air. 
And so, like Air Force One, basically. Yeah, I think you were just sort of talking to the CEO of the airplane to like talk about like what we. I think maybe you were interviewing him, so then we could bring it up <laughs> on the podcast. And for some reason, I just didn't feel like joining you, or I wasn't invited. But I have to say, it was a great dream. Even really made me feel that we have a strong friendship. <laughs> even in a possible betrayal, we yeah. still end up having a wonderful not even like in new york just on the plane <laughs> on the plane the plane was just me- like the main attraction i think for this trip <laughs> we were on that for so long as well i remember like thinking for some reason the train journey was going to be like 24 hours and thinking that's too long to be on a plane it is too long to be on a plane and i'm not a good flyer so i feel like i'd probably just have to take like a sleeping pill and just be knocked out for it i how do people sleep on planes? It's too loud. I don't know. I've never done it. So I think, yeah, me and you, if we ever go to New York, I don't mind flying, but I think if you were going to be knocked out, I think I'd... Yeah, but it's not 24 hours to get to New York. No, it's, it's like, like eight. Hours, it? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, but the thing is, like, I've done it. I've flown to New York, and I've got to say, like, the issue isn't... The issue is boredom. I don't know. People's... Mm. Everyone around me was asleep. I, other people were just watching films. I got through, like, one film, and then I was like, I want to leave. So I was just pacing up the like the aeroplane runway <laughs> while everyone was asleep and thinking. And then one time, this was a different flight. I was pacing up the aeroplane runway because uh, I just get really bored on aeroplanes. And I saw one of my friends just sat by the toilet holding a baby. And oh, I honestly thought I was in a baby fever dream. Was this woman had gone to the toilet and she was like, could you oh. hold the- while I go in, can you hold the baby? And I was like, but I saw my friend holding a baby. And I was like, am I asleep? <laughs> What's happened? How old were you at this point? 16? 16? Oh, well, that's not... T- if you were, like, yeah. a 13-year-old being asked to hold this woman's random baby, I would have been concerned. <laughs> yeah, I would have been too... I, well, I would have been... I would have been more convinced that was a dream. Who? But who does that? Like, I know you can't get anywhere on an aeroplane, but just hold my baby while I go for a wee. But maybe she <laughs> she probably needed a moment to herself. But talk pop culture. I'm sorry for all the aeroplane talk. <laughs> Sometimes you've just got to discuss dreams on aeroplanes, and I think that's okay. Yeah, mm. especially if you know there's a love story in it. Like, and I, I was intrigued when you said CEO of the airplane because I've always had a theory that I think my ideal pers- job person that I will end up you'll marry, yeah, um, is a pilot because they're ah. away for most of the year, and Perfect. when you see them, you miss them. That they cheat on you. But, I mean, if I was quite happy, I don't think I'd be that bothered about it. I've seen this about, is it like, oh, this is going to be very bad stereotyping. I'm sorry, I'm sure this isn't true, but I've seen women say, like, don't marry men in the army because they'll cheat on you. I'm sorry to all the men in the army that that may have offended that clearly make up so much of our listening pattern. But, like, they're away, and I imagine it's the same with pilots. They're just away about, it's an easy way to have an affair. So that's the only downside of that plan. But other than that, I feel like if I didn't know, though, I'd be quite happy. I used to say, like, when I was younger, well, like, two years ago, um, <laughs> that I would marry rich, and I, well, I still say that now. Yeah, you still um, say it, <laughs> And I said it in, like, my A-level history lesson once, and I was like, I'm, I think they were talking about what they're going to do in the future, and I was like, well, I'm going to marry rich. And they met... <laughs> my teacher was like, but you'll be really unhappy because they'll cheat on you, and I was like, well, I'll cheat on them. Like, what? I'm not doing this for love. 
Wait, I don't want to marry rich. I'm not with that, but I need the money. And for the lifestyle, I need... Mm. I would, but to be fair, I'd probably give away a lot of it if I ended up marrying a rich person. Well, that's like, the thing. You don't need this amount of money. Like, why are you still exactly. making Exactly. If I was Grimes, if I was Grimes and I got with Elon Musk, which would be a mm. nightmare for me. He turns my stomach. There are some men, and I've, it, at the minute, it's Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, and Elon Musk all give me the same feeling of, like, me. sickness. I, I don't, like, actually look, feel repulsed um, when I see them. Mark Zuckerberg's another one. Like, there's a lot... Yeah. That brand of white man, I just... I don't want to look Isn't, like... Anymore. Didn't they confirm the other day that Elon Musk is the richest person on Earth now? He's not. I looked at the Forbes list and he's, like, <laughs> seven. <laughs> but anyway, um, what was my point with Elon... Oh, yeah, so if I was married to if Elon Musk, yeah. I, I would, like, my aim in that marriage would be to get him to, like, spread his wealth. I would like yeah. give it to people because what's the point in having it? I don't want to be, and we discussed this last episode. I do not want to be one of those rich people in a really boring house because it's too big and I can't decorate it all. What I want yeah. is a tiny house, one of the tiny homes, and I want it to be decorated really well and in a forest, and also <laughs> just have the wealth so then I can go on holiday. <laughs> That's it. And then I would give away the rest. I'm not bothered yeah. about being rich, but I need to marry rich because I just think it's within the stars. Yes, I think it's written. And when we find our psychic to interview... Yes! Um, we're doing this. <laughs> we'll be like, is, am I going to marry Rich? I just think that's something... And Holly's going to marry a pilot, and it has to happen now, because I dreamt it, even though it was the CEO dreamt- of a plane. No, but I believe it, because I'm thinking that my dreams now are premonitions. Even though the last dream I remember having was... I think it was... I had two in one night. I'm sorry this is very boring if you don't like listening to dreams, but we're on this roller coaster now. In my dream... We were me, my mum, and my dad were all sitting on our couch, yeah. and my dad brought out this like vial, like mm-hmm. a little um, medicine bottle yeah. thing, and on it it said Moderna, and I was like, "Oh, how did you get the vaccine, Dad?" And he was like, "My work gave it to me. I'm going to vaccinate all of you." So we all got vaccinated by the same little Moderna vial, and on the couch using the same needle. I was like, "This is not. This is not sanitary. <laughs> Why? No, let's stop doing this." That's incredible. Um, in a later dream, yeah. I dreamt that the podcast had hundreds of thousands of listens and yeah. we never had to think about the job market ever again. So, Which is the dream. People. That is the dream. I just think <laughs> it makes sense for us. Holly will marry a pilot, yeah. I'll marry Rich, and then we can leave our stupid husbands once we've made money ourselves, and then we can just do <laughs> what we want. We can fly to New York on a hotel plane. Yeah. And I think that's exactly. it. Whenever I tell my family that I plan on marrying, like I'm going to marry for money, and I just want everyone to know, I am joking, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've no major plans to marry anyone. And they're always like, oh, you are so sexist. And I'm like, no, because it's my choice as a woman to purely pick men for their money. And then one time I said to them, I was like, I think I would be a really good wife of Prime Minister. Like, I don't think I'd be a good... I've said this as well. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I'd be a good Prime Minister because it's a lot of pressure. But, like, a wife, I would do all this charity work. I would look good. Like, I think I'd do a great job. And they were like, that's so, like, that's so sexist. Like, why don't you want to be Prime Minister? Like, you should want more for yourself. And I'm like, no. Like, I get stressed (laughs) out having to call the doctors. I'm not going to be Prime Minister, am I? It's a lot. I will just be this incredible person yeah. that does all this like charity work is super accomplished yeah. but doesn't have to get hated on mm. because every prime minister that ever has been is ridiculed and I mean Theresa May more than others because she was a woman and yeah. if 
if she had like anything of the personal life that Boris Johnson has, that would be the front thing. And she oh, was yeah, still made time. fun of constantly. I'm not a We're not supporting of the Conservatives. No. But I mean Boris Johnson has like so much twenty worse. children or whatever. Probably he not twenty. Like, he's got so tons. many different women. And like if Theresa May had done that, everyone would be like, oh, how, why are we having a whore running this country? Something like that. <laughs> 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 are you allowed to it's say true. whore have we reclaimed whore I think we have I don't personally use it but I also feel like I support people who use it okay so the thing is I would never use it in a bad context ever like mm-hmm. I'd never be like oh she's a whore never that's not funny but like what I do find funny is like I don't know if I'm watching TV with my brother and like there's like a man who's like slept with one woman and I'll be like oh god what a whore something like that <laughs> Yeah, I think I say man whore more than yeah. Well, it's twenty twenty one. Let's just call all men whores. <laughs> <laughs> That's my aim. Anyway, <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> Are we gonna have the same pop culture moment of the week? I ho- I think we we should. Yeah, well, I also feel like we should talk about everything that happened on that day <laughs> because so. We, it was we a day. Hope, <laughs> it was a day. We kind of hope to be like a little bit. It's escapism for me. I hope yeah. it's escapism for you. But yeah. we have to mention the domestic terrorist attack that happened <laughs> on the 6th of January where these little trumpets were all storming the capital. But it basically, everyone, people are saying, like, don't be surprised about this because this is the system and um, the forces that be. Yeah, they were very openly racist and anti-Semitic. The whole day, it was planned, it was coming, and hopefully, I mean, this morning, Trump has. We're filming this on Saturday morning. Trump has been permanently banned from Twitter, so it's about bloody time. Yeah. Why are they all Mark Zuckerberg coming out being like, "We don't want to incite any more <laughs> violence, so we're going to stop him from being on Facebook." You've let him be on Facebook for years. Like yeah. the damage has been done. It's this done is that. not going to stop it. They're just going to get more angry. Anyway, it was... It's true. It was bizarre. It was bizarre, and it continues to be bizarre. What's going on? I think, like, the thing everyone... Well, there's obviously multiple things everyone's annoyed about, but the big thing is the fact that they're sticking by... These are protesters. And not terrorists. Like, they're They're clearly terrorists. (laughs) I mean, January 6th, and my brother was just... Had the news on, stood right in front of the TV going... (laughs) It's just terrorism, though, isn't it? <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> oh, and then interspersed with, I do love the drama, though. Um, <laughs> which isn't the best thing to say at a crisis. But, yeah, it was not a protest, was it? Not in one bit. Not, no. no. And there are so many different parts that are coming out of it now. Like, Britney Spears' ex husband for 55 hours was um, <laughs> one of the rioters which is the thing i learned this morning um and then one of the senators was in and the fbi was at his house and it's and they they've interviewed these people that as they come out there's a woman you've probably seen there was a woman who was like crying saying she was oh yes i have she, i have i love it <laughs> she had in her towel she had an onion and was rubbing an onion on her face. She hadn't been maced. Oh, I hadn't seen that. I'd just seen the interview <laughs> with her and she's going, they amazed me. And the interview is like, oh, were you trying to get in the building? And she was like, and she yeah, was like, we stormed and they wouldn't the let me in. They would like, <laughs> like, that was something to be sad over. They wouldn't let me in. Of course they wouldn't let you in. 
Of course they raised you. And there was a picture when they're trying to like storm the main doors and there's a guy talking to the guards like pointing at the door like, can you let me, can you, can you just, could you just open the door? Like, and he's gesticulating. It's so, it's not funny. It's not but funny, it's but so, it The is, memes it, that have come out mm. of it are gold. Like, oh, just go on Twitter. It's so funny. Do you know what? It's... I do feel partially to blame them because remember again in the last po- <laughs> podcast when I was like, America, this is your year. Um, <laughs> I might have been wrong. So to all our American listeners, um, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you make it past the 20th of January because who knows? That might be the end. Like, I feel like, where's it going to go from here? Where, where does it go from here? Civil war? (laughs) Again. (laughs) Uh, When was our last civil war? 1600s. Yeah. 1630. The roundheads and the yeah. cavaliers. Sexy. That was a sexy civil war. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So on the 6th of January, okay. that happened. And uh, like the 6th of January was just full of chaos. Um Because we woke up to the news that Kim and Kanye were getting a divorce. <laughs> now, neither of them have confirmed it. Possibly. But I think we are yeah, probably on still. the way, right? Well, we talked about this at the end of our COVID with a K episode. Yeah. Right? We did, like, predictions, and it was like, yeah. I don't think they're going to stay together. I don't think they can stay together. No. Um, because of all what happened. And it was July. Do you, can you believe it was July when Kanye was sending out the tweets, like, get out with about me. Um, I'll never let North <laughs> be near her mother, that kind of stuff. And <sighs> the way people talked about that, actually, afterwards, we were talking about mental health. It was really yeah. a good discussion. Yeah. However... That's going to have repercussions on your family life, yeah. isn't it? I mean, there's no... I don't know. As supportive as you can be of mental health. I mean, you either have to be fully supportive and be like, okay, that was an episode. I can't judge him for what yeah. he said. Or yeah. you're going to think, but there has to be a reason he said those things. Like, if you're going to have mm. an episode, surely those ideas were in his head anyway. And it oh, just yeah, meant, absolutely. like, he was having a manic episode, so they came out and went on to Twitter Whereas yeah. in like his everyday life, they would probably stay in his head. Yes. So you probably you wouldn't be secure in the relationship, would you? And no. apparently, they're like living. Honestly, I think their relationship's been like difficult for. Obviously, it's been difficult. But like, he wanted to live in Chicago, and she didn't. She wants to live in LA, where all the family is. So they don't even want to mm. live together. Like this, so- and then he's in. Where is he now? Wherever Jeffrey Star Wyoming. is, and Wyoming, and all these places. They're very different people. He's suddenly super religious. It seems like they can't stay together. Is the overall no. point of it? I think, and um, as much as we don't know really what's going on because they're presenting a certain thing, um, I think they. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna stay together however this girl on tiktok came out and was like on the 6th of january she said i have it on good authority that they're breaking up because of a male beauty guru is kanye's been cheating on kim with this male beauty guru and then everyone jumped on the bandwagon but where did she get like okay say supposing she's not made it up where did she say she'd got this information from from her lawyer friend who went to speak to Kim, and this that is seems like she's... the sort of thing that you wouldn't be able to tell anyone because of like client confidentiality. And then if the person you told told the whole world, yep, that lawyer friend would probably be fired and potentially yep. disbarred. Disbarred. Yep. So that seems like something you wouldn't do unless you're a terrible friend. Check your sources, everybody, because obviously. So this is the same girl that at the beginning of the pandemic was like, 
coronavirus challenge and encourage people to lick aeroplane toilet seats. I had never seen this. Was this something really big? I had not seen this. Well, she was doing it as like, I think she's a professional troll, whatever that is nowadays. (laughs) And she was like trying to start a thing on TikTok. You know, when there was all that thing of like, put a fork near a, don't do this, but don't, there was like a trend on TikTok where people put forks near electrical sockets and hope to get a little shock. Why? Like, people are weird. <laughs> people are so stupid. Like, <laughs> Why? Um, so it was kind of in the in the brand of, like, the Tide yeah. Pod Challenge and everyone was stuck at home and everyone was like, ooh, okay. let's do something stupid and make children believers. So this is the same... This is how she rose to prominence or whatever as an influencer. That was her, like... I trust her. She fame. seems trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i and then she started liking tweets after she said it when people were like oh my god it's jeffree star she started liking those tweets and then like it spread from there well okay that clearly means it's true um <laughs> it just seems like a strange thing to decide to make up you know um but maybe because there was that tweet from like 10 years ago that jeffree star had said about kanye so maybe yeah. she like saw that tweet and was like hmm this could be a fun rumour. <laughs> now, now we know it's Saturday and Jeffree Star has come out and made a video and said it's absolutely not true. Which is a shame. But... <laughs> because you think like he would just play it up for a bit longer to get publicity. It seems odd... I'm surprised it's come out so quickly. It seems like. odd from Jeffree Star, who loves the drama, lives yeah. for drama, to just immediately shut it down, which makes me think there's more chance in it being true now he's shut it down. Because I was thinking, <laughs> like, he put, up, he put up a picture on the 7th or something on Twitter being, like, having fun in Wyoming or something. It was clearly... Like, he was playing into it. Yeah, he was it, playing definitely. into it. So I was like, this is going to go in a while, which makes me, like, immediately think not true. Yeah. Because yeah. he's clearly using it for publicity. Next day, no, nothing's happening. No, no, no. Which makes me think, hmm, but apparently he did provide evidence. So he's ruined my dream for 2021. <laughs> I think it was, he's probably had a few like lawyer threatening letters. Yeah, and because I agree. the Kardashians are bigger than him, that he um, has had to desist and shut it down. Yeah. Or else he might, I mean, he wouldn't have been sued, but who knows? Something could have happened. Anyway. That was dramatic. And then on the same day, Tanya Roberts, she was a Bond girl. They released that she had died. I don't know if you saw about this. No, I didn't see They released that she died. They said she died. Everyone was sad. A day later or a couple hours later, they were like, no, she hasn't died. So then everyone, loads of people put messages out being like, oh, very sad, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So they had to then like say, oh, she's alive, whatever. And then she did die like a couple hours after. No. Yeah. How tragic. Like to be alive and then dead and then dead and alive. Like what? What? And this was the same day. So they announced she was dead before she was dead and then she died. So apparently she was very ill in hospital, something like that. The publicist left thinking she was dead. They then announced on Twitter she's dead. Uh, She was on um, that 70s show. And so ca- the cast members from that are posting stuff. Aston oh Kutcher's going about going, she's not dead, commenting on all of these posts going, she's not dead, she's not <laughs> dead, dude, she's not dead, stuff like that. An hour later, or maybe a day, could have been an hour, could have been a day, they announced, oh no, she is dead this time. Oh my god. Um, so, 
Sorry. But like what another dramatic event would have happened same day or around the same time. Yeah. So it was a dramatic week for pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anything and anything could still happen. I feel like we've started 2020, oh, 2021. Jesus Christ. 2021 is not easy to say. Like it doesn't roll off the tongue like 2020 did. 2020 2021. I found easy to say. 2021? I've not got time. <laughs> I'm not here for it. No. Um, yeah, that's... But yeah, so let us know what you think. Do you think the um, Kardashian... Oh my God. Do you think Kim and Kanye <laughs> will stay together? Fully just She's broken. She's just broken. <laughs> Too much has happened. Yeah. And I'm trying to think about where it's going to go and I don't know where it's going to go next week. I mean, Even I feel like next week. we should make a prediction for good measure so then if it happens, we can come back and be like, this is what happened. So I think officially... We're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we don't need a psychist on here. We've got them. There are ourselves. Um, I think they will get divorced. Um, But I think they might get divorced like maybe March. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's going to take some time for them to get... I was thinking it might even take a year. I don't think they'll get divorced Mm. very quickly um, because they'll have so much like... Sorry, I've just had an image of them like making a biopic of it, but in the style of like marriage story. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, it's definitely going to be... It's going to be that dramatic. (laughs) Kanye West punching a wall. Or will it be the oh, other way around? Amazing. Will it be the other way around? Like, you know, the whole screaming match they have and, like, Scar Johansson's <laughs> like, you know, I always loved you more than you loved me and stuff like that. I feel like Kanye's Scar Johansson and that Kim's the one. Because you know that Adam Driver has that whole bit where he's like, um, I was in my 20s and I was really attractive and I couldn't, I didn't have sex with anyone. I just stayed loyal to you and I could have been having sex with everyone. <laughs> I feel like that's something Kim would say. <laughs> Oh, I want to see it. I yeah, see it so I would bad. watch that. But they're going to have custody issues because I think there was like reports Kim wants full custody, and there's going to be issues. There's going to be problems. Well, I mean, they obviously have like a good support system, which a lot of people going through divorces don't yeah, have. So. This is true. But I also feel like it's never going to be easy. Parents getting divorced in such a public way as well. Like, no. what's that impact going to have on their very young family? And you know. I hope the media just like backs off. Yeah, let's let's hope kids. for the the little babies who the little babies deserve a nice little um childhood, as all children do. I mean, I'm sure they're getting quite the delightful childhood yeah, so think... far. <laughs> and the like quality of say, life is. I mean, high. The Kardashians, as a family, don't really do the nuclear family so much. Like then, there's not. Like it's not like women married to men, and then they've just got the traditional family. It's like no. a lot of single women. parents. Like, a, yeah. so I think it won't be such a stark shock as it could be, because they'll be like, "Oh, no. it's kind of like like Auntie Courtney does like is just yeah. you know she's separated from her person and stuff like that." Like, I feel like it's probably. They're not going to find it so unusual and they have all that family around so, and they probably have nannies and all that. So I think they might get the best situation out of it, depending on how... And they uh... probably have lived quite separate lives. Yeah. Um. So today, yeah. we thought, because somehow our most popular episode is um our Child Stars episode, yeah. <laughs> we talk about 
um, Dan Schneider and Amanda Bynes, and yeah. it's it's a front runner for sure. Oh um, yeah, big time. Um, I think <laughs> something is about to happen with Dan Schneider. I think maybe more people. It are, must be. I think more people are probably learning about him being dodgy and all this stuff, and it wouldn't surprise me if something happens with Dan Schneider within this year. Like if there is some more allegations coming out or stuff mm. like that because it seems odd another premonition <laughs> yeah there we go um or maybe i don't know i have honestly i've had some more dan schneider stuff come up on my youtube so maybe it's just a big topic at the minute but oh, if more people are learning about it mm-hmm. then it's more likely that something might come of it but anyway that's our best podcast so we thought so, who else is controversial <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and today we are talking about the phenomenon of yeah. disney because yes. even though this might seem a bit frivolous and a bit stupid um actually disney owns it's like the largest media company in the world it owns yeah it bought all the like american branches of like fox news and stuff from the rupert murdoch empire yeah um which i learned in a documentary and they own so they have such a like commod, um monopoly on yeah. so much of the entertainment of media of copyright and i feel like we should go back and have a look so i'm looking at the man and hannah is looking at the world yes well the thing is like i think occasionally we'll be like obviously this is a pop culture podcast and occasionally we'll be like oh what do we talk about next what is a big thing in pop culture and you suddenly remember stuff and you're like how have we not talked about that already yeah. <laughs> because it seems like ridiculous to be talking about pop culture and not be talking about disney and not in terms of like we're obsessed with disney films and stuff like oh, that no, no not, but like disney disney is so much bigger than just disney films now it's like the whole mm-hmm. world yeah is owned by disney nearly yeah. there's so much and there's so much like controversial stuff that comes with disney Mm-hmm. It seemed so silly that we hadn't already talked about it. It seemed weird. I know, it's mad. So here we are talking about it. There you go. No one asked for it, but here it comes. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so us about this terrible man then, Holly. So this terrible man, um, he was born in 1901 and his legacy, he died in, I think it was like 1966. So he died quite a long time ago. And yeah. yet we still, it's the largest media company in the world. So yeah. Somehow, um, he has taken on this like mythical status. Yeah. However, I looked at this Vulture article by Amanda Dobbins, and it's really good. So you know, we'll link it as Links. we usually do for and where she like fact checks like myths about Disney. Yeah. With the evidence and like how believable it is. Yeah. So the first one is that he was an anti-Semitic. He was an anti. Mm-hmm. He was anti-Semitic, an anti-Semite. Yeah. Um, as he invited the Nazi director Lenny. Reifenstahl to his studios a month after Kristallnacht, which was a night oh of broken glass, God. where Jewish shops were uh, destroyed in Germany in 1938. Mm. Um, there's a really, apparently there's like quite a full biography that's not yeah. like super complimentary to him by mm. Neil Gabler, okay. who suggested that he practiced tolerance in his home life, so he wasn't actually an anti-Semite, but... Right. Um, and also the Jewish people who worked in the studios have also said that you wouldn't, like, he didn't display anti-Semitic okay. qualities. However, yeah. <laughs> his 
the way he did business, the way that he like moved through the world was fairly anti-Semitic. We yeah. can say that now. That doesn't and, like, surprise me. There's a sketch in Three Little Pigs yeah. where the I think the wolf is dressed up as like a it's it's like this anti-Semitic portrayal of Jewish yeah. people has been given characteristics to cartoons, which, which again still happens. Yeah, it's still happening in day. Disney films now, even though he's not part of it. I yeah. think it's definitely more an issue of like internalized anti-Semitism that they don't. Oh, hundred percent. And it's probably why it still occurs in Disney films now because Absolutely. people, whether they're not aware, I'm sure they are aware in some facet of their mind but it's just like anti-semitism is so rife that they're not always thinking about what they're doing when they're like Mm -hmm. presenting villains with blatant like jewish features you know and there are so many tiktoks tiktokers that are talking about this now like Mm -hmm. even in um like barbie films oh yeah things entangled yeah like things that have come out so recently that still are perpetuating these awful awful stereotypes yeah. And also, like, pushing this, like, anti-Semitic agenda. Yeah. As well. And there's even stuff about, like, um, what was it, Roald Dahl said he was leaning towards anti-Semitism towards the end of his life. And you're like, oh, fuck, oh, wh- what? How? How did I like, not how, know about how? But, like, why would... <laughs> I honestly have to say, I think, whenever I hear about anti-Semitism, I just think, but, like, for why? What's the, like... Like, what yeah. do you think? Like, I just it's is so it just like so much proper? Yeah, there is so much history to it, but is it just like propaganda? Like, how do people still have those feelings now at all? I don't. And that's the other thing about the Capitol Hill riots and the terrorist attack that there were people who were there, clearly like Nazis, because they had um, Camp Auschwitz on T-shirts. They oh, had um, the. There's a really like terrifying thing where it's like an abbreviation of six million was not enough. Oh my Which, god! For the Holocaust, they erected this like um, what was it? Like a That's noose? Disgusting! And they erected this cross that people were like, "Okay, what? What the Jesus lot doing?" But again, in like a KKK. Yeah, kind I was going to say cross KKK. Burning crosses. Uh... So you know, like it's why? Like, Can it's, just... it's rising How in America. How does the it's... KKK exist? I mean, we're going off topic, but like, what? Why? How? How does it exist? How? Because, like, why? It's so... I I mean, I really... How can you have that much hatred for anyone? Yeah. Yeah. It's so... I think it's exhausting. It must be exhausting to have your whole life, like, centred on just hating people and blaming people for things that you feel are wrong, that you deserve, but there's nothing... That's not... It's a version of the world you think you live in, but it's not how the world works. The world works, especially in, like, this country in America... Like it's white supremacist yeah. way. Yeah. So you have privileges that other people don't have privileges, and yet you you despise the minority. You blame them for what? For what? I know reason? for what. That's just like I know we've gone off topic, but I just always find it so confusing to like consider that mindset at all. Like I don't yeah. get it. It's. I think that maybe yeah. I don't know. Don't get it. Don't get it at all. Like, oh no, 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 no. move on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So I think. It's it is probably like what you were saying. Like it's he worked on these inherent biases. That yeah, he actively. I mean, but he invited 
there's a lot of yeah, like apologists for Disney as well, which I think is really like when you see it in like there's a lot of articles that are like facts about Disney that you didn't know, and one of them's like he might have been an anti semite, and then people say, but actually, lots of people like, said he wasn't. I, I said which I, all the I things get, I said about it being internalized, but then how how can it be internalized if he was inviting that man over? How woman. is that? What woman? Nazi woman, yeah. She was a filmmaker. Well, that's a bit sexist of me. Yeah. <laughs> women can be Nazis too, Hannah. I just, I, I love women so much. How could they ever do that? <laughs> he also um, founded this motion picture alliance, which sought to, like, censor a load of stuff from um, American films. So which is and also part of this, a lot of those members were actually quietly anti-Semitic in the background, as well as being massive racist, yeah. anti-union. Um, so yeah, so he did found this, which made lives the lives of people hmm. badly. And even the biographer allows that Disney willingly and even enthusiastically embraced anti-Semites. And therefore we can categorise him at least as a Nazi sympathiser instead of being like, oh guys, he wasn't actually anti-Semitic. No, like he was, was in favour of. Yeah, he Lenazis. was though. He was anti-Semitic. I don't know that you can really argue that he wasn't. No, there's pure <laughs> evidence. <laughs> well, people have said because he was charged with making like anti-Nazi propaganda in like what was it, 1943? So he made Donald Duck in Nazi <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, it fails in the film. It fails to describe the systemic anti-Semitism of Nazi propaganda beyond mentioning the concept of a ma- of a master race, according to Ryan Baitler from Pace magazine. So, like, even in it, it's just like a surface level view that you don't really get into the deep. Like, I mean, when you're trying to educate children about Nazism and yeah. racism, like you need to tell them it's about a system. It's like a systemic process. It's not just oh, he just came to power. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. Like, no, there's a history behind this, which didn't. It, it proves nothing because I feel like there, no. at that time there was probably a lot of people who were anti-Nazi, but I don't think that necessarily meant that they weren't anti-Semitic. You know, like yeah. just because you're anti-Nazi oh, doesn't mean that you're not anti-Semitic. It just means that you don't want Hitler to take over the world, but you might still be an awful yeah. person. Like this is what also like when sometimes when you read about like writers like we were saying about Roald Dahl yeah there's another one about um Kingsley Amos whose son Martin Amos is an author now and yeah. he's kind of like you know he was a big deal yeah might still be I don't personally like their <laughs> he's writing a big deal. but that's my personal preference. yeah there's a whole page on his Wikipedia yeah where he's it's like oh his anti-semitism and I'm like oh God. why do all these white men just in the like in the middle of their life it's the same with like um T.S. Eliot, Ezra Pound, like they all just went, do you know what? Spice things up a bit. Let's decide to just hate somebody. Hating people. It's like, oh, you had all this power and influence and now you've just like turned to the dark side. Like this is what it is. It's like the underground bits that keep anti-Semitism going because why do you go through your whole life and then midlife you're like, do you know what? I'm going to be an anti-Semite now. No clue. Anyway. The Ryan Beatler article is actually really interesting because he talks about how when Disney began working on Disney World Florida, yeah, um, it was built upon the pro like the idea of like this utopian um yeah. concept of fascism that he called the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, which is terrifying. Yeah, um, that's not good. 
It was an unfinished city of the future, not unlike those thought up by the Nazi models of governing deployed mm. by Nazi Germany. So, um, in this place, there would be no slums allowed to develop, have an airport and an industrial park, so it was all, like, self-sufficient. It was going to be, like, a state within a state. Um, there would be no unions, no democracy, and no social security, which is the American pension thing, basically. So everybody had to work all the time, no matter how old they were. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and it's interesting that this is a model that's now being adopted by, like, gated communities. Yes, which seem terrible seem so scary like, <laughs> yeah they don't seem good um no. i also just want to put out there that i don't trust people that don't like unions why don't you like no. unions let them live just like people <laughs> want rights which is yeah. why they have a union saying they that don't you don't want exploit- you yeah literally yeah being anti-union is like i want to keep exploiting people yeah and me exactly. getting rich that's like Everything that underlines being anti-union. It's ridiculous. Which, um, I just want to bring this up just for a good example of anti-union. Um, the TV show Bojack Horseman, mm-hmm. they, they had like five seasons. On their fifth season, and this might be completely unrelated, but I think it was on their fifth season or whatever number of season it was, the writers unionised. And oh, then... Yeah, great. Like, it took them a while. They made a lot of jokes in the show about unions and, like, people disliking unions and stuff. And then the next yeah. season, the show's cancelled. Um, with the amount of, like, rumours about Netflix not liking unions and stuff like yeah. that. It seems odd to me that, like, those things sort of, like... Well, it's not cancelled, but it ended. And then they sort of said that they were prompted to end it. Mm. And they could have done some more shows, uh, seasons. So, I don't know. I always hear stuff like that and I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Let's remember that we're just surrounded by terrible, money-hungry people who love it to is, exploit. And it's, it's even if there's such an idea of like an ethical company, mm-hmm. it's still a company under capitalism. Yeah, because America had this all so much propaganda about anti-communism that literally even the thought of people giving workers rights is so terrifying to them because it threatens the monopoly that they have that they can just keep exploiting people for as long as they want, for as much as they want, or as little as they're going to pay people. I love and a union. I think unions are great. Union. Anytime You're I hear about them, yes, unions, <laughs> queen. <laughs> well done. Um, so yeah, so another thing about the Tomorrowland or whatever it was called, mm. um, he wanted um, no one, to, no one would own their own houses. They would rent them from him, <laughs> which also sounds like the state, the Nazi states, like the ideas that like Mussolini and um, Hitler were trying to like create this. No specific type of people that were going to do it um oh so my he God. didn't actually need to be a proper nazi to um because the monopoly that he had in american capitalism allowed him to enable this kind of setup that he wanted which looked very much like the nazi states oh. um also they had ma- actually even though disney died they managed to do it a little bit because they control all the land mm. around the theme parks yeah so, um, and they can do what they want with all of it. Yeah. Like, they don't have to ask any permission. They don't have to, like, go through any checks and balances. They just do what they want. Um, they lobbied the city of Lake Buena Vista in Florida that only had 40 citizens in it, and all of them worked at Disney parks. They were ununionized, faced strict mm. standards and requirements, were paid low wages, and faced evictions if they were to leave their jobs. 
So they managed to do. He managed to do it. He managed to have like this monopoly of a whole city, and like forty people is a very small city, but still, that's forty people who like yeah. whole lives depend on this Disney model. It is insane. So that's kind of it's not an overview of his anti-Semitism, but I kind of I really got interested in. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's, really it's terrible. Talk- <laughs> it's awful. It's absolutely yeah. awful. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a, there's no denying that that's terrible news to stumble upon. Uh, but I think it's important. <laughs> an important thing to say because a lot of Disney fans and it's not saying you shouldn't be a Disney fan you can still appreciate Disney and enjoy it but I think they're a bit too eager to maybe out of them being a bit insecure about it but like maybe a bit too eager to forget that Walt Disney probably wasn't a great man Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's okay you can still appreciate the films no one's gonna hate on you for that but just a little bit of acknowledgement of like this this was quite a harmful man and it's yeah. offensive to deny that, you know? Absolutely. So now we're going to go on to his racism. Okay. So he oversaw racist stereotypes in Disney films in the 40s, mm. like Black Crows and Dumbo. And Song of the South, I don't know if you've yeah, ever Song of the heard South. of this. Horrifying they, Do you know about the ride at Disneyland? That I think this is to do with oh, Song of the no. South. So there was a ride called... I don't remember the name of the ride, and I'm not going to talk about it, but I think it was in relation to Song of the South, um, mm. and it was obviously Song of the South racist. So they'd included characters from this, and now they're basically getting rid of the ride and changing it to a um, Princess and the Frog ride instead. So so it was they've had a ride up since the since, whole... Yeah, for because. Song of the South came out... Um, Unless it's in, not like, Song of the South, but 40s. I know it's racist. Like, whatever it was, was a basis of a race. It was based on something that was racist, racist and now yeah. they're swapping it out with um, Princess and the Frog. Is like a... We did that. Look how woke we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only oh took us, God. like, however long, um, but That's so we've scary. done it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, tell me about Song of the South, because I, maybe I've got that wrong. Does it include Some... animals? Yes. Yes, I think this it one. does. And it's actually um, so offensive that they don't allow it to be showed anymore because um, oh boy. It's, too, it's, it's disgusting. Um, they, uh, Walt Disney is also reported to have referred to the dwarves in Snow White as an N-word pile. What? What? Um, as well as using other racist terms during meetings. Like he would just throw them out and would just say it. The biographer Gabler, Gabler suggests that he tried to make the film Song of the South less racist by rewriting it and meeting with the NAACP, but that meeting never actually happened and the film was released anyway without any rewrites and was probably viewed, you could probably see what? it until very recently. What was it that, ma- like, why was it racist? Because I don't really know anything about it. Um, I think it had, like, hugely, the, char- the like, black characters were just... Ooh. awful stereotypes like mm. all proper and i think it was um i don't know this for certain but yeah. i feel like it was about like the south and yeah cotton picking and that kind of like just dealing terribly with okay not black good so, no 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 um he was also rumored to be a sexist man well that's not um, a surprise like i <laughs> None of it's surprising, but, like, sexism in the, like, when was this, the 50s? The 50s and 40s. Like, you can kind you can understand, like... I think that was probably... Well, to be honest, yeah, none of it's a surprise. Racism, sexism, and anti-Semitism in the 40s and 50s. (laughs) Hmm. Um, The biographer states that some of his associates thought Walt Disney didn't particularly like women, and he didn't trust women or cats. 
Ward Kimball mm. observed in um, 1938, the Disney company sent a letter to an applicant informing her that women do not do the creative work in the studio as they rejected her. What um, was the relation between women and cats? They don't elaborate on it. <laughs> he just didn't, apparently, didn't trust either. But why would you trust a cat, for one? Let's just, <laughs> let's just unpick this for a sec. Never mind the sexism. What is it about cat- a cat? I don't know. Is the cat too independent for you? But you also, silly here's the man. thing. That you would think Disney trusts cats because they utilise them in the Disney parks by letting a bunch of wild cats live there to kill all the mice. Um, oh, like it was an old ship. <laughs> like they used to do. Essentially. Because um, clearly you would think Disneyland is, there's going to be food everywhere. It's kind of a disgusting place if you actually yeah. think about it. There should be rats and stuff, but no, they let around wild cats that go around and eat them. Um, <laughs> so you would think they should give ra- the they cat. should give cats some respect. Maybe they only introduced that once he died. Yeah, maybe he like, was like, oh, "Now, now we can let the cats in." We can try <laughs> to kept tell him saying for to years. him like, "Well, we've got like a rat issue. Like it's an infestation. <laughs> there is rats taking over." And he was like. No, like Mickey Mouse, like we love animals, and they were like, just because you hate cats doesn't mean that we cats shouldn't have rights. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, did I also mention I don't like women and I don't trust them? And they're like, okay, well that's not really to do with cats, but okay. I imagine that's how it went. It's like, how did we, how did we get onto this conversation? But um, he just yeah, has to like, just, he don't ends... trust women. Neither do I. I'm a man in the 1940s. He, he ends like... every like business meeting and conversation with. I don't trust women, I'm racist, and I am also anti-Semitic. Goodbye! <laughs> oh, and I hate the cats, so if you have a cat, Oh, get yeah, and just... It. Oh, before you leave, I don't trust cats. <laughs> Dogs? Yes. Mice? Certainly. No cats. And that, that was just, like, every meeting with Walt Disney. Yeah, I fully believe that. Same. That's how he started it, and that's how he ended it, just to hammer it home <laughs> to everyone. It's like, and the, like, in the middle, there's and when they're having a break, having a civil war, he was like, let's just discuss again. Um... You might have heard of this, but I didn't know. And I've put it under the thing of, like, gender issues. Because, (laughs) obviously, him being sexist is not the same thing. But Disneyland employees could not have any kind of facial hair. um, And they would actively turn away um, people, like hippies, in the 1950s and 60s, if they looked too unkempt to visit Disneyland. Like, people would turn up at the gates, going to pay to get in, and they would be turned away. No employees could have, like, facial hair. And it's only recently... That they um have they're allowed like a trimmed goatee or like a sculpted beard because he just thought that what? wasn't like that was against his. So you they need a union. To... This is why people need to unionize. What if women have facial hair? Is that allowed? Is it like? Do you think it's in the like in the book, <laughs> the Disneyland book, that it's like men can't have facial hair, but they never said anything about women having facial hair. So like, if you're a woman, you can just turn up with a full on beard because there's no technical rule against women having facial hair. So if that's the case, no, I would I think... definitely get, like, a fake beard. I don't know if I'd oh, grow yeah. it myself, but, like, I'd definitely get a fake one. Yeah, and, like, if a woman has, like, a natural unibrow. Yeah. Um, you know, or even a fake one. I feel like... Yeah. That, but that kind of gender expression would blow his mind. I feel like his little tiny 1940s like pea brain would go... <laughs> like, he just couldn't conceptualise. Right. If Elon Musk says he can't understand people using, like their pronouns <laughs> then you know we're not dealing with a very evolved <gasps> man oh my are we God. Oh. that's in 2020 like this world. <laughs> Walt Disney would not understand if a woman came up to him with a beard no. he would be like 
Sorry, what? I think he would die. I think he would. You, he would die you the must spot. be man, <laughs> and therefore I'll give you respect. Hello, man. Welcome. <laughs> Are you a woman or a cat? No, you're a man. <laughs> you can't distinguish between women and cats. <laughs> oh, that's why cats is awful. Like, like his wife is just like a bunch of cats on each other's shoulders in a tuffle coat. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never trust a woman or a cat. I can't tell the difference between them. <laughs> That's why he doesn't like facial hair as well. <laughs> it just confuses it too much. Is this a hairy woman or a cat? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, so um, apparently there was some claims that he was an FBI informant for a while, but um, that was unfounded. No. But he was certainly uh, anti-communist. And with the uh, Motion Picture Alliance, so, like, hated the unions, Mm. as we've discussed. And um, he testified publicly for the the little little cute part of history that um, was the House of Un-American Activities Committee. So good old Joe McCarthy (laughs) gets a shout out in this story. That's how much he hated unions. (laughs) He, He went in front of that. Oh. Unbelievable witch hunt shit show that was McCarthyism. Just disgusting. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. Um, okay. So you'll be glad to know I'm near the end. Um I'm not glad some... to know that. I'm sad to know that. <laughs> some weird things that I came across that I didn't really know how to Miscellaneous process. weird. Miscellaneous weird. Yeah. This is a new segment where we can call where it. Where we just like, do miscellaneous weird. That's the whole Don't of this podcast should just be called miscellaneous weird because we never stay on topic. <laughs> we talk about cats for about half an hour. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, there was one article that I read that tried to make a point about the missing mothers in Disney films. So like okay, yeah. Pinocchio, there's no mother... Um, I mean, there's just a lot. I can't remember them right now, but there was a lot. Like, of all the Disney mothers. princesses don't have, like, a mother. That's kind of... Oh, yeah, that's Like, true. loads of them don't. Ariel. Yeah. Belle. Uh, Snow White. Cinderella. Cinderella. Like, they, loads yeah. of them don't have there mums. Is a mother is... There is not a mother in there. And um, this article tried to make the point that it could be linked to Walt Disney's own guilt around his own mother... Because after the success of Snow White, he moved his family, his parents, into, like, a new home. The heating was broken, so she died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) That is insane. What a way to go. Like, Um, that is awful. Yikes. That's not good. that's a tragedy. Like I'm not that's making a tragedy. Like that. But trying to link the fact that there are no yeah. mothers in Disney films to that point is ridiculous. Well, here like, that is reaching. I mean, I at a level, a level, a level did the Bloody <laughs> Chamber, which is like fairy tales, but with a dark yeah. twist. Um, if you didn't know, and one of the things we talked about because it was a level was like the fact in ordinary fairy tales all the mothers are missing so i don't think Mm. it's like to do with it's not just disney it's the stories they're based on mothers aren't there because there was the whole thing about you know mothers dying when they had babies and so they would just die which was why when my auntie gave birth and i was a child the first question i had is is she dead? Because I genuinely oh thought just there was a big chance that women would die when they gave birth. Which and may- it was until yeah. recently. Yeah. You just you just might have died. You might be dead. At Sibyl in Downton Abbey. 
Still not over I've that. I've not watched it, but... Watch- oh my god. Go look up Sybil's death from Downton Abbey. It's the sad... Oh my god, it's the saddest thing ever. She- Sib- <laughs> oh, for to. context, but Sybil is the best character in Downton Abbey. She's like a feminist. She goes to like... Is that why she had to die? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> she marries a socialist. Um, he's love, the best. Love. He's Irish. He's the best character ever. And they're so in love. And they come back and then she's giving birth and she gets that... I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the swelling. Um, and Ooh. they, the dad brings over this doctor, and they, the doctor's like everything's fine, and the dad's saying everything's fine, and the mum's saying no, there's something wrong, and then she dies. Oh my god! Yeah, it's tragic. And Tom, the husband and the socialist, is just crying. It's the saddest thing. Uh, but they have the baby then. So, not, sorry for that. <laughs> If it's not clear, that may have happened about ten years ago. I'm still not over it. I can't. <laughs> and that's all right. You're like the Sybil is the best character ever. She's the yeah. best character, and they had to kill her off because <laughs> she was too I've good. Never... Yeah, she was too good for that show. I've never been over Sybil's death. Anyway, sorry that has nothing to do with Disney, but <laughs> there's probably some link with Disney Lab. <laughs> so my final thing is about the theory that Walt Disney was obsessed with being cryogenically frozen upon his death. Yeah. And um, this man is possibly, either his head or his whole body Yeah, is um, buried under the Pirates of the Caribbean well, um, machine. <laughs> this is why I was like, we need to talk about Disney for like our podcast because this for it's me is so like funny. such a big it's pop so culture funny. moment because I grew up with everyone just <laughs> believing this, that Walt Disney was frozen. I don't know if it's something all children are told, or do we just come into the world with this inherent knowledge that Walt Disney is frozen? Um, and but then it got it got like more traction. Do you when... have the thing about the frozen, like the frozen the film? Yeah, and then <laughs> explain so the it. It's so good. The um, they created the film Frozen called Frozen. <laughs> Because when you used to put in Disney Frozen, it would come up with all the theories that he was like, his head was in a jar under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. It's so ridiculous. But now, since 2013, when you yeah. put in Disney Frozen, what does it come up with? Elsa and Anna and Exactly. Olaf. And I think there's some <laughs> truth to this because... Um, <laughs> It's a, a PR thing. I, I I'm a super it. cool person and I actually have the Frozen <laughs> concept art book. Um... <laughs> Which I'm not going to go into further detail on, but I do have it, and um, it like shows you the concept art of like the original titles, and I'm pretty sure the original title isn't Frozen. It's like the Snow Queen. So they yeah, because that's what so they came in and they thought, hang on, this is a film about freezing Ice. things, <laughs> and then like the light bulbs went, and they were like, yeah. oh, PR PR teams like yes. <laughs> they were on it. So I think children no longer grow up with that urban myth, which makes me sad. Makes me really sad, actually. What's your childhood, then? <laughs> well, Pointless. Have you been to Disneyland? Because I've never been to any Disneyland. You've not been to Disneyland Paris? No. Um. Yes, I have. I've been to Disneyland Paris uh, twice. I went once with my choir, um, and I went <laughs> another time on a science trip. Two very likely reasons you would go to Disneyland... <laughs> On a science trip. Yeah, it was really weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> we basically 
I I tricked my parents into letting me go because it was like close to doing my GCSEs and they were like you can come and there's like lectures on science that they do but it was okay. it wasn't made clear to us what these lectures would really be and mm-hmm. so I was like I want to go to Disneyland and I went to my parents and I was like I think this will be really helpful for me for a GCSE revision <laughs> And I've got to say, it absolutely was not. <laughs> because you go into this le- lecture room and they just tell you how the rides work. And then you just do loads of stuff. On- oh, it was lectures at Disneyland? Yeah, lectures at Disneyland. That's so but, like, stupid. So you would go... Oh my god. <laughs> I think, like, we kept turning up really late to the lectures because we um, were like going into the park and then they'd be like, okay, you need to get to the lectures now. And we'd be like, oh. But we didn't really want to do the lectures, and then we were like, we were at the parade one night, and we so yeah. But they and I just remember sleeping in these lectures. They weren't. I think we did three, and then you're in the park the rest of the time. But fun fact: that was when a man proposed to me at Disneyland. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he worked there, and he asked me to marry him. <laughs> I didn't know he worked there. He worked on the gates. It was very romantic, and he went. I was. It was February, and I wasn't wearing my coat. And he was like, "Why aren't you wearing your coat? You're." probably cold and i was like i think i i actually cringe at this i think i said something like i'm too happy to be cold and then he went (laughs) don't and he went um (laughs) he responded to this with you're so beautiful i will marry you and i i went oh thanks because (laughs) it wasn't really a question it was just like we would be getting married and then my teacher stepped in and went hang on she's 15 and then my initial thought was not that this is creepy but the fact that i wasn't 15 i was 16 and i was like well, I'm not 16. <laughs> made it all okay and then he went it it, it doesn't matter i'll wait for her and <laughs> this man why is he working in and, and i was like bye <laughs> bye future husband um and i just can only assume that the next time i go to disneyland this man will be waiting for me <laughs> and... like, do you remember me i didn't have a coat on and it was february <laughs> and i was 16 the, years the, the old thing that, like, the thing that shocks me is that i wasn't like a 16 year old that looked older or looked nice like i had braces <laughs> and acne and like actually no my oh, skin was quite good this... at this point so my skin was okay it... This is just making it worse <laughs> somehow. I look very childish. <laughs> anyway, so I proposed to. Um, but all in all, I I've told Holly about this before. I like Disneyland. I would go back. I like the vibes there. I like the amount of food. I would quite like to go. I think it's. I'll take Holly there one day. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, we we've already made a plan. Yeah, me and Holly. Whenever the world goes back to normal, yeah, we're going to go. When we can go, we're going to do Paris. Paris, and we're going to have can't loads of fun. Florida. No, we can't. Unless you guys pay us money, we will be going to Paris. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think it's really fun. You get loads of food. It's it's just fun. But at the same time, I am very scared of it, and <laughs> <laughs> I have nightmares about it. I would say once a month. <laughs> But I really want to go back. Um, so, that, do you like rides? Um, I'm not massive. Like, I'd rather go in like teacups. Not, mm, see, when it's like really, because I don't like heights. So, when they're yeah. the really, really tall ones. Yeah. Do you like the big drops and upside downs? Like the, I don't mm. like them. No, I don't really like. Well, them. okay, I think we would be a good pair to go to Disneyland then, because we just go on like all the fun rides and not have to go yeah, on like the like... scary ones. No, I don't. I'm, I'm not a big fan of scary no, ones. And I think especially that. since we never went to Opt Out. Like, I was so annoyed for some reason. Right, another sidetrack. But we're getting on theme parks, which <laughs> yeah, is okay. like the Yeah, okay. This makes bit. sense. This makes sense. 
So like British theme parks are mad, but there's a lot of them, aren't there? Yeah. We went for some reason they like segregated each class. Yeah. Between so there's like I don't know through I've been to a very big school. I don't know. Social classes. It didn't, I didn't mean segregate. I meant like they split us yeah. off into like groups of three classes each, so teachers would only have to deal with like nine. Yeah, kids. we kind of had a similar thing because we had a really big school. Yeah. So <laughs> one group got to go to Walton Towers. We ended up in Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I need more explanation on this. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? What were you sold when you signed up for this? Was this like a weekend trip, or did you get like a? No, it was a day trip. It was like oh, when we were in like year seven, year eight. Right. They were like, right, we're gonna do a big class trip with what? another class because. But then they like split everybody up. So on the same day, people. Some people would go to this place called the Crocky Trail, which is just oh like gosh. a mud place <laughs> where you are just scrambling about and trying to like not die in a river. Basically, was my experience of Crocky Trail, and then. We went to Blackpool Pleasure Beach and it was like gale force winds. Yeah, and they've got every time I've been to Blackpool, like, it's like, like the, even if it was even the if it wind was open, is painful. Like it, it's so cold. Oh, it hurts. It physically <laughs> it's hurts. So cold. I, anytime I've been to Blackpool, I've come with like back with my hair is just one chunk because it's all blown together <laughs> and matted, <laughs> and there is no getting through it. But I, I've never been to like a UK like um, did it theme park at all. I don't really. Have you not? Know. We went to Chessington World of Adventures, went to Legoland. Oh no, to... I've been to Legoland. I've been to Legoland because it's like... A... I think I've been to Gulliver's as well. Ooh. I went to the weird ones that were like not Alton Towers, basically. <laughs> like the big ones that you can think of. I, I, th- I don't know. I kind of have bad vibes from Alton Towers now. I so mean... many people have lost limbs, which is why I'm scared of them now. Know, because I'm same. like, I don't want to go on something it that's like... It doesn't seem that safe. <laughs> I'm going to come back without a hand or a leg or something. I don't know. Any, but Legoland. Oh, I found myself at Legoland. I think I went when I was like <laughs> six. And you have to go when you're that oh. little. It was from my, my brother loved Lego. So he was, I think he was about six. I was eight. Yeah. And it was great. We had an incredible time. Same. I thought it was like the best day ever. I felt kind yeah. of bad because my dad was working in wherever Legoland is. Is it like in Wimbledon it's or down something? down south, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So he London, was working yeah. there. And me, my mum and my brother were like, we're going to go to Legoland. So we came back and we were like, best day ever. And my dad was like, um, and then, like, I remember we went on one ride and there was like a Lego man in one of the seats and we just kept being like, that's dad. And so like, oh, God. <laughs> um, but it's, it's like a family joke now because every time I always bring up like that we should go to Legoland again and they're like, you are too old. I think the age, I think it's like you should, like, they obviously you can go when you're over the age of 12, but I think it's recommended for like four to 12 year Little olds. Kids, yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah. it's no Disneyland. Like, there's nothing. I think you can get alcohol at Disneyland now, so. Oh my God. Well, we definitely can because we're 22, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. If anyone wants to pay for us to go, we'll go to the one in America, uh, which I just think will be super warm and we'll get sunburn a lot, but. Oh, we will. Okay, maybe we'll stick to Paris. Anyway, now, okay, anyway. so on the topic, we are actually talking about theme parks now. Um, So I'm just going to take you through some things about Disney World, Orlando, whichever. There's so many. Just take there's, it as so what it is. one in, is Orlando in Florida? Yeah. Is that the There's Florida two, one? there's one, there's, there's Disneyland, one Orlando, Disneyland, California. There's one in Shanghai. And there's, oh, wow. yeah, there's one in Paris and there might be another one. And I 
don't know that for a fact. But there's a lot. So I think these are generally about the ones in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the first thing is just a fun fact that I like that Disneyland is to thank for Doritos. Uh, oh, I'm just going to be calling them all Disneyland. I know some of it is probably Disney World, but honestly, it's all Disneyland to me. Yeah. So in the early <laughs> days of Disneyland, there's this Mexican themed restaurant. Can't remember the name of it. And a salesman for the restaurant noticed that they were throwing away a lot of tortillas um, that were stale. Oh. So they were just throwing away. And he was like, let's chop them up and cook them. And they started to sell really well. And then they became Doritos because they were so successful. And that's why we've got Doritos now. Because but, do, but like tortilla chips are just cooked tortillas. So then he, so they're like twice fried tortilla chips. I think it's like honestly, I think probably they've changed the recipe now. But in the like in the original <laughs> recipe, it was just yeah. twice cooked tortilla, probably with some cheese on it. So that's well. Thank you, that man. Because yeah. I love I love a good Dorito. I love a good Dorito. Thank you to that man. And then we move on to things that aren't too happy. So. <laughs> Disney princesses being harassed at the parks. Um, so this, and by similar to Hannah being sixteen and um, not having a jacket, <laughs> it happens inside the park. Do you know the reason? Well. I, I had to find a reason for not having my jacket on because the reason I wasn't wearing it is because I thought it ruined my outfit. Oh, and I've so, done that. I've done that so many times. Like all the, you up. know when you go like on a school trip <laughs> with teachers or just your parents, anyone that's older, and they're like, you need to put your coat on and you need to give a reason for why you're not wearing it that's not so superficial. It ruins my outfit. So I just kept being like, oh, I'm just warm. Like, I'm just naturally warm. <laughs> I run hot. I, I run, run hot. hot. And I was just kind of running out of reasons. Also, the outfit was so bad. Like, I don't know why I was so... It's just like a long shirt that I, uh, a long shirt and then these like jeggings. Anyway, <gasps> that was um, such a look. As soon as you I said know. that, I was like long shirt instantly. I had I had this one favorite outfit. It was a plaid shop shirt from New Look. Oh, it was like black the- and blue squares, and I used to wear it with leggings with like little boots. That, that is that's the exact outfit. outfit. Right, I will send <laughs> I'll send you pictures after this. Anyway, so um. There's a lot of stories about people who play Disney princesses being harassed while they're at the parks and oh, no one really doing about just... it. So number one... Because and they that, don't have a union. That is sexually harassed and racially harassed as well. Oh my so, God. So there's a former Snow White and I'm just going to tell this story that she told word for word. So it says, For several weeks, a very old man would come to the parks on Saturdays and see me. He would always bring me pictures of his Snow White memorabilia and try to kiss me. He quickly realised that at the time I was the... O- that at the time I was the only girl with brown eyes and that must mean I was the true Snow White. I guess true. Oh, yeah. God. So one day I had Saturday off and he met Snow White but she happened to have blue eyes. Well, the next time I showed up for work, he was pissed. He told me that he was going to kill all the girls with blue eyes and that when he died, we'd be together. I totally freaked out and had to report him to security. He had his annual pass revoked. I was really young at the time, so management had to get involved. The whole thing was a mess. Oh my god. But they only That's like so they only did something and she only felt like she could say something, obviously, when it had come to the point of him being like, I will kill Death the threat. other Snow Whites and we will be together when I'm dead. Um, so that's creepy and then there's also stories in 2019 the employees who were wearing the Minnie Mouse like one of the employees was wearing Minnie Mouse costume and the other one was Donald Duck they um, were groped by tourists and that's yeah so they made what's wrong with people I know and they made um, like reports of that and reported it to the police and then in um, yeah that 
also came after a 51-year-old man was arrested in November, I think, of 2019 or 2018. Um, after an employee portray- portraying a dizzy princess told investigators he groped her breast while trying to get a photo taken. Ew. So I think that's something that happens kind of a lot. And then in terms of racially, um, I found this out on TikTok because there was a girl on TikTok and I literally found her because I was looking for her for ages. I found her five minutes before we started the podcast today. She's called At Sheena Marie and... She has a video called My Worst Disney Experience and basically says that people are really racist because she played Tiana, basically. Mm-hmm. She said people yeah. are really racist and her worst experience is when one of this daughter of a family came over and kept saying that Rapunzel... Because Rapunzel and Tiana are in this room together. Mm-hmm. And she said she kept repeating that Rapunzel is so much prettier than Tiana, so much more pretty oh than Tiana. God. She said that Tiana looked dirty and said that Rapunzel was prettier because she was white. And she was saying, like, the reason that she was also really upset about this is because children don't inherently feel that. It's, like, must be something she's heard at home. And, like, the parents obviously didn't stop her from saying this. Like, they didn't immediately go, don't say that, that's rude. Like, that's not the case and stuff like that. They did not stop her. And apparently, yeah, racial discrimination happens a lot at Disneyland. And she said, if you are someone who can, like, struggle, like, is not thick-skinned, it's not the job for you which i think is an oh awful God. thing to like that's so scary yeah that's such like imagine that being you just you just expect to be not expect to be obviously mm. no one expects to be and no one deserves to be no you have to accept that you're going to face a lot of racial hate i know like, what the f- it's a so you might you might get groped you might get groped by old yeah, men sexually harassed or you might be yeah racial, yeah and also she makes points about um i think at, like the character breakfast and stuff like that tiana just isn't isn't there for them she isn't there oh at some of the d- princess events so yeah they're definitely not great about that and then Awful. we move on to another great thing about disney princesses and general people who work at disney just being underpaid in general um mm-hmm. so this comes from a new york times video in 2018 called why these disneyland employees can't afford rent so it starts with this woman called glindana shevlin um, and she's worked at Disney for almost thirty years, and she isn't being oh she isn't being paid a living wage. So, yeah, and thirty years. Thirty years, and she says that one in ten of them, and she doesn't specify who. So I don't know if she means one in ten Disneyland employees or one in ten people who are demanding living wage at this point okay. are homeless. So one in ten of yeah. <gasps> And sleeping in their cars or, like, anywhere they can sleep, basically. But this all feeds into what we were saying before. Like, it, this is... The whole system has been designed for yeah. this. Like, the whole... The the ethos of Disneyland has been designed so exactly. that you are dependent on it. Oh, absolutely. You, you cannot demand anything better. I, like, you need to be able... If you have a full-time job, you should be able to live. You should I be able to have a house. a lot of videos on Disneyland this week and, like, people who've worked there and stuff like that. And one of the things that they say is an issue is that people become almost codependent on it and like they Mm. need to make people happy because that is what they're fed constantly and they're obsessed with the idea of having to bring happiness and being at the happiest place in the world that they can i guess like they don't quit their jobs even though they're being treated badly they stay there because they're obsessed with this mentality which sounds a bit cultish but We'll get that to that. very cold. Um, like it's terrifying. So it shows another worker who does like their makeup. I think. Oh no, she does wigs, which is something okay. that is a really like. There's a lot of people need people to do wigs. You can do it on movie yeah. sets. Like it's a job that a lot of people yeah 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 are in demand for. Um, but she is living in her car at this point in time. Oh, God. So in a recent study at the time of this video, so 2018, nearly 75 percent of Disneyland employees question 
questioned said they couldn't afford basic living expenses. 75%. Um, yeah. Um, and then after months of protesting for living wage, Disneyland renegotiated with thousands of its workers so they could get $15 an hour. So you might be like, oh, okay, well, they did, they tried something. But in Anaheim, where Disneyland is, mm-hmm. or Disney World, whichever one, um, to afford a basic apartment, you need to be making $24 an hour instead of 15 So they need $10 more to be be able to afford a basic apartment. Um, So the video obviously was made two years ago, um, but as I understand, nothing has changed. They still haven't made Mm. any change to that. And then in 2018, Bob Iger, who's the CEO of Disney, I don't know if he is anymore, he earned $65 million, $65.7 million. In a year. In a year, which is a thousand times the median salary of a Disney employee. So not even the average, the median. So that's what the person who, like, a mid-range employee is making. That's not your lowest paid worker. So imagine how much more than their lowest paid workers he's making. Oh, my God. Like, a shocking amount. That is disgusting. And that just sort of, like, feeds into, like... It almost seems cultish because you have your people on the yeah. top and they're feeding you this information of this is the happiest place in, in on earth. This yeah. is you have to make people happy. It's such a happy place to be. Everyone loves it. But the people who work there aren't being paid living wage. But they're under this impression that they're in the happiest place in the world. So why does it matter? But it, clearly it does because loads of them protest and I think they still protest now. But I just think that's disgusting that these people and are like, so talented. Like, yeah. it's the people in the shops, it's the, the people who yeah. are doing the hair, the makeup, stuff like that. They can't mm. even get a living wage. And then, oh, it just disgusts me that, oh, they're... Uh, they're making so much money and they are lobbying groups to get more money. Like, they've basically, they've yeah. got so much self-interest. They've got, they're the largest media company in the world now. And still, you can't pay the people who are working, like, day in, day out, on their feet, all day, in the hot sun, a lot of it, in costume, you can't pay the people. Like, it's disgusting. It's all empty. You make so much money. And as you can imagine, um, think of how overpriced everything at Disneyland is. It is ridiculously yeah. overpriced. Well, that's it's why so we never expensive. went, because it was yeah. too expensive well, when that's we were why, children. Yeah, we would never went as a family. That's why I had to go on trips, because my family would never go there, because... I mean, we're the sort of family that like we didn't buy popcorn when we went to the cinema. We took it with us because you know, it, oh, we, yeah, or like we took cho- jackets, yeah, yeah, because it's so expensive. So <laughs> yes. can you imagine us going to Disneyland? No. The final thing <laughs> I'm just going to end on. Oh, it's not actually the final thing, but it's pretty much it. Um, dead bodies. <laughs> so, oh my god, what? Um, basically, <laughs> that took a through, turn. <laughs> through all the videos I've watched, there is one thing that is repeated. Like, a lot of the stuff I've seen that's, like, the spooky stuff and the scary stuff is all debunked. Yeah. It's just not true. But the one thing that just consistently does seem to be true and is repeated through, like, many people's stories, and I think happens in all the parks in America, I don't know about everywhere else, is that people spread ashes there, continually go and take ashes Why? there. and Why? 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 Why would you want your ashes? Because they're obsessed. <laughs> Anyway, but, like, the thing is, they don't just... I was thinking they just, like, maybe pull them, like, in front of their favourite ride. Some of them pull them out on the ride. (gasps) On other people? Oh, my God. So, (laughs) but people... So, I've heard so many reports and things from people who have worked there, and they continually mention the amount of times that this happens. I think it happens... They said on average it's, like, once a month, but can happen more often, which is, like... Oh, my God. Yeah, um... But they, they're like, basically, they the reason I've heard so much about this is they're just, all these employees are saying, please stop doing it. Because one, 
it's not good. You just don't want a bunch of ashes there at your workplace. You don't want people to just be walking through ashes all the time when it's meant to be the happiest place on Yeah, But the more important thing is they don't leave them there. They just hoover them up. So it could be, yeah, it might be your, like, beloved family member and you're just, they're just getting hoovered up. No, they're in a hoover. So, oh god, that's so dark. I know, like how, and I'm sure the staff don't feel good about doing that, but like they don't no. really have an option. So just no, oh, find god. somewhere else. That, that it's not, it's just not working out at Disneyland. <laughs> um, but there's so many stories of that happening that it has to be true because ev- like repeated yeah, stories like, of Disney it happening. Adults are scary. Yeah, that's why I'm not surprised by that. I think that's normal. <laughs> and then yeah. bonus. This is my bonus bit. Do you mm-hmm. know about like liminal spaces and the like thing about places like airports, but at the middle of the night and no one's there and it feels kind of creepy, but also really cool. Do you know that feeling? Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I've heard. So like, I'm very invested in. I think this is why I'm slightly scared of Disney World. But Disney World is a liminal <laughs> space, so things like okay. when it's like nighttime or like when you see the animatronics, but the thing's not on and they look creepy yeah. and stuff like that. I'll share some pictures. But I'm just very invested in that. I think that's very, like, creepy but cool. But also very Mm. creepy. And I'm a big fan of that. But yeah, Disney adults. Not for me. That's why... Did you see any um, ghost stories from Disneyland that you Well, that's the thing. Because I was going to bring a lot of them up. But when I looked into it, most people who actually work there are like, no. Um, But there is, like, tragic deaths that happen. There is sort of... Apparently, do you know about the underground tunnels at Disneyland? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Disney World, maybe, that they built so that people could get around without you seeing the characters walking through areas of Disney World they shouldn't be at because Walt Disney is a control freak and didn't like that you might see Minnie Mouse (laughs) in the wrong area of Disneyland. Anyway, (laughs) there is, like, stories of them hearing footsteps when they're alone under the tunnels behind them. And there's, like, those stories of, like... Apparently there's this man that'll just get on the ride with people and he's the man that died on this ride years ago and he's ginger right. and there's stuff like that. But then <laughs> whenever... <laughs> they're very specific details, but then when you actually look into it, the people who work there are like, those things don't happen. That's not true. But it is true that if you're in some of the rides at night or you're alone there, it's very creepy. Like it's yeah, got I a very creepy it. feel to it. Even They've not really the animatronic bit. Like that's something that I just... I mainly want to go to see the is it the, the parade of the dead presidents? So they have like oh all these yeah that's the, the one in like, America apparently that's yeah. Why do I f- now I'm doubting this is true, but I feel like a lot of people try and spread ashes in there or in front of it. <laughs> it's called um I think it's called like the Carousel of Progress or something. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so you've got JFK. Yeah, you have them all, and and they're the animatronics. Yeah. They... That's why I don't love the idea. I know Disneyland Paris is the same, but like the Disneyland in America, they're based on colonial America. That's how it's built, and yeah. then it's all a bit. Is that the era that you really want to go back to and celebrate? Because I don't know if it is for me, <laughs> and it feels a bit too close to home being that in America. Whereas when it's in Paris, it's like, well, it's Paris. This is yeah, it's a franchise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Par- I feel like the Paris one is probably. A lot more chill than the American one. I don't think you encounter as many Disney adults there. I think it's really just... Okay. Yeah, I think it's more Make chill. It. Whereas the things I've seen of the one in America is like... The the Disneylands in America seem like the one in Paris on drugs, if I'm honest. Like, they're mm. d- insane. 
But it's quite emotional, actually. I, I don't like that. <laughs> Me just being exposed as a Disney adult. The whole day, I'm fat. Like, I don't really... I like the rides. I like the vibe. I like the food. And then at night, they have a fireworks show. And it's yeah. beautiful. They, like... <laughs> They have the songs going and oh, they'll have like the saddest bit from the film and then there's fireworks and it's just magical. I've got to say, it's magical. I know I've just exposed myself. <laughs> and you do find yourself just become a child. I think when I've been yeah. there, I've been in shops and like you see there's like aerial wigs for adults and there is a part of me that's like, I need to buy this. <laughs> part of the world. <laughs> the shops, oh my God, there's like a whole area where it's just pure shops and you can get like artwork and so oh i used to love there was um a disney shop in chester in the middle of chester and like i used to love it i used to love it too stuff in there was so So expensive it was so ridiculous and it's but they it's all like this over sensory experience for you as a kid because you just there's lights there's like music playing there's all these soft cuddly toys you're just like i know (laughs) big time like it's i still I feel that even if I go into a Disney shop now, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> there is a lot happening. And sensory-wise, I am overwhelmed, but also yeah, in love. we went into the one in York, York we did. We? And I will tell you <laughs> that, like, times that by 10, that's just Disneyland. Just that shop. <laughs> there is sensory explosions everywhere. Are we going? <laughs> we are going. We will go. No, we're going. We're going now. Travel pl- we we wanted to do lots of fun travel plans. Yeah, so originally, I guess you don't... Here's a bit of backstory for me and Holly. We were planning this year to go to New Zealand. Obviously, that's not happened because New, New Zealand got their shit together. And <laughs> we did not. No. And so, like, I think, like, in June, we were like... Because New Zealand was perfect. Yeah. And things were getting better in England. Yeah, that's true. And Wales. And so we were like, okay, there is a chance that, like, March time... We could get Enjoy. to New Zealand. And then we as a, we just this country went downhill. <laughs> Again. And several times. Yeah. So we've decided to recalibrate our travel plans. Yeah. And we're gonna go to Disneyland Paris. We're going to we're Disneyland allowed. Paris. We'll probably we'll probably go to proper Paris, like because it seems Yeah. <laughs> just go straight to it seems bad if we were just like out. we're going to Disney and nothing else. So we'll probably just like spend like spend two days in Paris, <laughs> and then after that we'll be like yeet off to Disneyland. Stay. Neither yeah. of us can drive, so we'll probably just have to stay in Disneyland, which is like it's kind of annoying because I've been in the cheapest hotel at that Disneyland and it's disgusting. And t- like it's clean, Ooh. but the decor is wild west. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh my god, I love that. It's really cute that you get like shampoos and they've got like mini mouse's head on them. <laughs> so this isn't even part of the podcast now. Me and Holly are just planning our next holiday. <laughs> we are doing it though, um, and the yeah. reason, yeah, we can't really do New Zealand for a bit because of a silly lockdown, and also because yeah, we couldn't get jobs, so we've got no money. Yeah. So not like new the odds uh, are not in our favour. <laughs> getting to France is like reasonably affordable because we don't have to yes. go to a different continent and you know, you can get a good deal on the Eurostar <laughs> if you need it. Uh getting to New Zealand Yeah, I don't think it's happening sometime soon, but we'll be there eventually. We will. Yeah. And we'll be in New York eventually. Yeah. And when we've married Rich. <laughs> Yeah, eventually, oh. guys. Anyway, so eventually. yeah, 
Th- well, let us know if you've had any creepy experiences yeah. in Disney World. Have you seen a If ghost? you know any other creepy stuff about yeah. Disney himself. Because I think he was probably not, not the best man. Even though no. he's, he seems very... His personal politics are terrible. Yeah. So the, pushing this like false idea of, I, I'm the happiest person on earth, I just want to spread joy yeah. to children, doesn't really hold up. No, I think opinion. the thing is, like, definitely give us your thoughts, guys, because I think terrible man, but I do think <laughs> an incredible businessman. And oh, incredibly he's smart. The ideal capitalist. Yeah, like, I mean, he's he... crazy capitalist, which isn't really for us, but. No. But like, there's something, when I was looking up this, the information for this, there's, he watched Disney guests when it first opened or whenever, and would watch them to count the amount of steps on average that they took before they would drop some litter. And he figured out that it was 30 steps. So every 30 steps in Disneyland, there's a bin. So there's never any litter on the ground. He literally watched people. Yeah, to he had figure a flat. that out. Yeah, he had a flat. Oh yeah, they the keep station. they keep the light on in they that flat because on. supposedly his ghost was in there, and this maid kept trying to turn <laughs> the lamp off. She'd come outside. This is my worst nightmare, by the way, not because of the ghost, but do you do the thing where you're leaving the house and you've turned all the lights off, and then you get like a couple of steps away, and you're like, I've not turned the lights off. Um, she kept. She left the building. The light had turned back on. She went back up to turn it on. Came down again. It was uh, on goes back up to turn it off second later it's back on again it's just a nightmare really so now they keep it on but i don't like that it's exactly this like they've kept it exactly the same as it was when he died like that's you just How did he die for... just like old it he's not that old though when he died he had, i think he had cancer oh Rip. but it was i think it was spread that he wanted to be cryogenic he was obsessed with like cryogenics from a um two dis- debunked biographies and then his family had a private funeral, and apparently that was like just the rumors just spread even further. I kind of believe that he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to me that this like major capitalist man probably freaked out that he was dying and was yeah. like, "But I have so many ideas left to give the world." And then he's like, yeah, it makes sense that I would be frozen. I reckon there is a lot of rich people who have been cryogenically frozen. Here's where I come out as a conspiracy theorist. I reckon they have. And then sometime a secret scientist will figure out how to like bring them back to life and keep them alive. And I don't think they would be bothered. I no, really don't think. I think, think they'll what? come back to life and just immediately regret it because the world yeah. will be so different. And think yeah. about Walt Disney coming into this world and having to deal with pronouns. You know he won't. <laughs> you know he won't be able to cope. He'll be like, oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back in the freezer. I think now. he'll I spontaneously combust. He will just combust. <laughs> I can't. He can't live through this. Anyway. So now we've really broken your dream. I like, but I think we haven't really slammed on Disney too much that we can't be sued, basically, because we've told you that Disney's terrible and that you shouldn't give them money, but then ended by saying that we're definitely going to Disneyland Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and the cycle repeats itself. And that's why we're the problem. I think that's the thing. We always end this podcast by acknowledging um, <laughs> that we are indeed the problem. Um, yeah. and we don't really cast judgment on you yeah we're we're gonna judge a lot of people and have a lot of opinions <laughs> but just know we're also terrible people just deep down so bad um anyway have you got have you got a tiktok of the week i do i mean they're not there was a lot 
um in contention this week yeah i agree i had so a many lot memes. of good tiktoks so this week memes. yeah um but my main one was from grace underscore africa i cool. love her she's so she's so funny yeah like all the time i don't and know she's, her. um she does a skit where she is a frat boy um that rings about and she says like chad my dude <laughs> like I, i'm doing it's a poor <laughs> imitation but um yeah this she's done it like one in response to this frat boy trying to tell his friends to not go and commit domestic terrorism <laughs> <laughs> it's like um yeah that's not cool so man like all that stuff she's incredible she yeah i will post it love that because it's very topical and um she's just very funny in everything she does yeah. Check out Instagram to see the TikToks this like that we mentioned because week, we never yeah. explain them very well, so we just put them up on the Instagram so you can see them. And these people deserve the credit. My TikTok of the week is by at tragedy, who expanded on the theory of nine eleven leading to Fifty Shades of Grey by saying <laughs> that it led to the end of the Ellen supremacy because I've seen this TikTok. Yeah, I've seen this. TikTok. So it starts with Gerard Way. Um, See, being on a boat or whatever and seeing 9-11 happen yeah. then starting My Chemical Romance wait is it My Chemical Romance? yeah yeah right yeah, he starts yeah. that band then Stephanie Meyer Meyer being obsessed with that and writing Twilight writing Twilight while listening to it I guess and then coming from that A.L. James writes Fifty Shades of Grey obviously <laughs> and then from that there is the movie franchise where Dakota Johnson gets her fame and really becomes a household name, leading to her being on the Ellen show where she fully exposed Ellen who said she wasn't invited to her birthday party and she responded with actually that's not the truth Ellen you were invited, which then (laughs) led to people (laughs) thinking that Ellen probably wasn't the nicest person and then everything exploded. So I like to believe that's true. Oh 100%. Yeah. It's a butterfly effect everything happens I just think that's beautiful. I think that's absolutely... That 9-11 led directly <laughs> to Ellen DeGeneres just being an absolute mess now. Yes. So, thoughts on Ellen DeGeneres, just to end on the day. Um, I read an interview with Eric Andre, if you know him. Oh, yeah. He Love has the, the Eric Andre show. is Incredible. Just, oh, oh perfection. When you, I, I feel like it really... When the world is actually full of nonsense yeah. at the minute, like every day is full of nonsense. Yeah. I find so much comfort in the Eric Andre show because Absolutely. it is the same level of nonsense, but you can just turn it's off. It's just it a pure like, mess. It's this so good. Yeah, it's, it's so good. The mess that you love. But he was interviewed yes. a while back now, and he said that if you're gonna cancel people like Ellen and get rid of them, then you have mm-hmm. to get rid of people like James Corden, who has also admitted to not being a nice person. When Which we can kind of tell. Apparently when he first started showing America or something like that, he got a bit too big for his boots and was not very nice to people. And I kind of agree mm. that there's probably a lot of TV, like late night hosts, sort of, or people doing the same jobs as Ellen that probably not as not that great either. And is it is it right that we fully get rid of Ellen when there's probably other people that aren't doing a good job either? People like James Corden, who... That, I mean, if you think about all the people who do late night hosting or just hosting like Ellen, that is very yeah. much white male. So would oh, it be yeah, good to all, like open up the, the like, could we open it up and 
allow other people like what's people opinions what do you think do you because i think the issue with ellen is that she was portraying herself as like the nicest person ever the benevolent and it was yeah, shocking like, yeah. that it came out that she wasn't but then is does there need to be a change around in people hosting these shows do we need to like change up the people get them yeah, more i think after a while like i think graham norton it's very fair formulaic a little bit yeah i understand and i like watching clips i don't like watching the whole thing i've watched i used to love the whole, the whole i used to love it but i think it's kind of but still he's yeah, great I, I think he's really good at I, interviewing. I love graham norton but i think like a lot of what he does he's not making fun of people i feel like ellen and james corden it's yeah. all about mocking people and yeah trying to make people uncomfortable but actually yeah. that's really unpop that's really uncomfortable to watch i think i hate that secondhand embarrassment i think is the worst thing in the world it's not obviously the worst thing in the world but it's something that i could never i used to have to skip it in films and stuff because i couldn't yeah. deal with it i was like this is too much for me to handle i can't oh, yeah. watch secondhand embarrassment so i feel I like if your skit is about being cleverer than yeah. the person you're interviewing and you're you think you're better than them like that's just rude and that person's not going to be like respond to you and what i've seen from recent things with ellen all of the interviews she does she's just mocking people and she's making them uncomfortable mean she makes people uncomfortable and social ronan handled it like so well to be fair to her because she's she she literally always like so much of her her show is just asking people who they're dating and then making them uncomfortable about it being like oh you're dating that person are you gonna get married like who are you dating who dating do you fancy this person oh i bet you're dating them which obviously is makes people uncomfortable people do not like that so i don't find that funny personally but it'd be interesting to hear everyone's opinion on her as a person if you've got one that would be really cool (laughs) because we've never actually we've not really addressed ellen very much on this podcast we gave did we give her an award at the no at the award ceremony we didn't get she was nominated she was nominated she? but she didn't get anything i don't think she didn't get it oh well i think that's but there you go pretty. um and yeah and the end let us know your the thoughts end. follow us on all the socials which will be linked down below thank you for listening Thank you. And let us know your thoughts on everything. We would love to hear them. And if you have any ideas of what we could talk about next, we would also love to hear about that. Because yes, we appreciate you. And you're incredible. And yeah, <laughs> let us know if we've been insensitive or got anything wrong. Yes. But please don't be mean. We're very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any have final any final words, Holly? Just gotta Yolo. hang tight, stay inside, wash yeah. your hands, um, wear a mask, and uh, we'll see what happens next week. Yes, yeah. it could be a, a di- again, could be a different world. We just it might be a whole different world world on Tuesday by the time this a comes whole out. New world. Okay, there we go. End with a Disney. Bye. Note. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>